Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now is the time to get down. with Mario. It's Monday, 10 a.m., and if you didn't know that, you're already late for work. Yeah. 
tell them. Good morning, everybody. What a wonderful, wonderful day here in Los Angeles because we're not in the storm. No. We're not in the storm. And no matter what you try to do, it seems like around the country, no matter what you try to do, you're constantly reminded that either you are dealing with the storm or somebody you know is dealing with the storm or you're feeling blessed, as I am, because you're not dealing with the storm. You know, California gets its share. Yes, it does. But, uh... I can't help it. I got up the morning this morning. The first thing I did was go to the news because I wanted to see, right, what was going on. I've been to Houston, you know, bad and lower than I think they're like eighty feet or something below sea level, or something or above or, or above sea level. I don't know what, but they're close to sea level. How's that? And a whole bunch of problems with drainage. Absolutely. They are one of those places that has a kind of high water table. In other words, you could dig a hole and wait. Yep. And you're going to see water kind of appear in the hole. Not as bad as New Orleans, but in some ways bad. So we got to send, you know, got to send love and prayers out this morning to all the folks in Texas. Right. Who are dealing with this flood. You know, just amazing, Vic. Part of the thing, Vic, that... um. That made it so hard, like the guy said, you know, some people didn't believe because the numbers that they were predicting were unbelievable. 40 yeah. inches, think yeah. about that. Well, they raised it now to like 50 coming because, you know, it's still got a little extra coming until it relieves yeah. itself on Wednesday. Yeah. So they got more coming, man. You know, it's, it's bad enough that you get, first it starts out as a hurricane. Yeah. Now it finally gets... You know, decrease in terms of the storm potential, the winds and stuff, to the tropical storm. Yeah. So now it's a tropical storm, but that still doesn't say anything about the destructiveness uh, of all that rain. No, man. No. Water has its own mindset, right? Well, and- I re- I'm thinking about what the guy said yesterday. The FEMA uh, representative who was talking on air said that FEMA's going to be there for years, and you know, because... I bet you the claims on these things take you 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. To get finally worked out. Be a year and a half probably right. to get all the claims. Uh, yeah, I actually put a question to somebody who actually goes to Houston regularly and they got relatives in Houston. And I said, if okay, if they have 4 million people, let's just say 1 million says we're officially leaving. Where do they go? I don't know where they go because I don't one know million. where you evacuate. Where do you evacuate a million Just people? one. not Just not the whole. I don't know. That's where what they it, said. And they told people not to get on the road because what they learned from before. Right. With Katrina and other disasters. Yep. Even other hurricanes, they get caught on the highway. Yes. And they run out of gas. <clears throat> because you will run out of gas if you can't refuel. And some of the folks that were saying, I heard some, I had some friends say, why don't they get... The military in there, I said, well, it always takes a minute because when you bring in that many soldiers, yeah. you got to be able to feed and house them. Yeah. So you got to bring in infrastructure. That means so you, you bring in the soldiers, they got to eat, they got to right. sleep, they got to be in shelter. Right. So you got to bring that in too. And it's like the guys, if the roads aren't working, right. if you can't get an 18 wheeler or whatever down there, you can't get all the military stuff in there. You know, this is this is one of those things where you know a lot of people actually said, I'm going to write it out. And there's so many stories where people said, I made a stupid decision. There's a lot of people. Now, the elderly, it's very difficult because 
you think about people escaping to upstairs. You know, that may be easy for younger folks. But when you think about the elderly, they, they just need assistance, man. It's just it's not the same. You know, it's not the same. And you feel for everybody. And you hear those stories being reported where the actual media is getting to individual stories and it helps. But it's almost like the media almost has to take on a different role than just reporting from. They now have to, to be activated into a rescuing mission by lending their phones out, being able to call out. This is the part where you actually go. Hopefully the phones and the Wi-Fi networks are still operating enough for people to say, let me send out the pictures the messages as much as you possibly can. Anything that's distressful, show it and have an originating factor because they say right now the only help they can get for people is neighbor to neighbor. That's it. The guy even said it. He says the best they can hope for is neighbor to neighbor. They are overwhelmed. Well, that's the part that is frightening when you realize they can't get to you right. fast enough. True. And that as bad as you may seem, like if you're one of those people and you have water that's flooded your first floor, they're going to tell you, right. well, at least you got a second floor. Yep. That's right. <laughs> we got people we got to get to. The water's flooding the first floor. And that's all they got. More, on the roof. More water coming. And more water coming. So, again, I know how all you all are feeling and a lot of the folks out there that are reaching out to us. Once again, much love, much prayers, uh, just wishes for the rain to stop and that you have a safe outcome uh, yeah. there in Texas, you guys. So, sober morning. So, anyway, here we are in Los Angeles where the weather's not stormy. And we're so glad for those of you who are not going through that. We too wish you a, a good Monday. But it's gonna be, and it's been a busy, busy weekend. Yeah, we got a busy, busy weekend. Uh, for one, in today's news, we're gonna be talking about the president, pardoning uh, mm. uh, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. What does that mean? What message does that send? Uh, that's one of the things we're gonna be talking about today. Right. Uh, we say president strokes his base and offends everyone else. Also, we're going to be look, talking a little bit about uh, Mueller, special counsel Mueller, who's moving forward, who issued the first of its kind this past week, hmm. uh, subpoenas for all the Manafort associates that they wanted to get on record. Really? So that's, so that's moving forward. So, wow. Hmm. Wow. So that's coming up, too. Wow. I know, but we got some stuff coming up today, too. I even posted, Dick, your, your, your notice to everybody about what's coming up in new new sports and uh, also hot picks by Vic. Yeah, man. You know, we only got one sports topic. I'm not going to fake it. We're going to spend our whole dedication on talking about the event, either of the week, the month, the year, the century. We're going to find out the magnitude. It's not a spectacle, whether it's entertainment I said, okay, if you don't think this is serious, do you think both boxes, no matter what place they come from, MMA versus boxing, are going in there to wreak havoc and hit? So whether it's a spectacle or not, they got to take the punches. We're going to just talk about that. That's it. Cause you, is there any other sporting subject you followed this weekend? No. Well, you mean that, we're, that we were following the uh, pro football, you know, as part of the whole What are you going to talk about? Yeah. What? Okay. Let me give you, let's see, let's try one. Perfect, illegal hit, probably five-game suspension. Okay, that subject's over. <laughs> let's go to hot picks. <laughs> okay, oh, well. Powerful, 
Women of Hollywood. And this is going to go into a number of segments. And I'll tell you why when we get to that that uh, segment. That's it for me, Mel. Well, announcements include a uh, membership update, you guys. I want to thank you guys for the folks who are going to TV and joining the website, our own online community. Thank you. We have all kind of software to block robots and fake folks. So we have actually 36, over 3,600 real members. So we want to thank you for being part of our community. For those of you who have not gone, to TV, Please do so. Go to TV and sign up to be one of our members. Become and get the newsletter. I'm working diligently. We've been having some technical problems with the newsletter, Vic. What? So I'm working on getting that, that whole thing set up and ready. Fake bots? Oh, no, it just won't work with this or won't work with that. I, you know, have hey, to hey, you know, I think we're in a, 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 sh- a shift in applications and technology coming real soon from the area of comfort. I, I actually feel this shift is moving over from the, the traditional platform of app providers doing the same thing they used to. I believe it's coming. You know, I only made that face because it's not a bad face. It's just a face that I just take, oh, well, i got to get ready for change again. Yes. And we do change because we've, we've said it. Change is coming, you guys. That's why you're enjoying this broadcast all over the globe, including Facebook. Changes are coming, and you got to be aware of them, too, because they're going to affect you and all the things you do. Everything from the way the mobile phones are working to, you know, free Internet access, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Things are changing, and so here at Pack Stereo, I can just guarantee you that Vic and I are dedicated to making the changes just like you. So get your Windows updates done. I know it's a pain in the ass, Windows. Yeah. Windows updates, pain in the ass. But yeah. You know. All right, I got to remind you too. I got a note here. Remind you about our upgraded music archives, which features all nine CDs that were released by Pack Stereo, the indie music label. So you have all that music up there, and we have a bunch of it available for you to download free as part of the Creative Commons movement. So go take a look and check that out. Also, the photo album archives are being upgraded today. We have more photos. Finally, we had some. Uh, I know, everybody say, well, you know, you love the slideshow animation so much. Even when I leave it there for two or three weeks, you guys still seem to like it. But we have a new slideshow animation, which we'll be showing to you just a little bit. So I want to say that it's good to have some new photos. Vic got some new photos. We took some new photos because we had some new events. For those of you who didn't see it, go take a look this past week, especially Saturday's show. Right. uh, Where we had our... A wonderful Movers and Shakers show with uh, Jennifer Bayron's uh, actress, producer, and publicist, Deborah Hader. They were here, and that was a nice nice show. Mm-hmm. Ladies of Empowerment, Vic. Yeah, man. It, it, it's, um, it's the part that we actually in, enjoyed, the energy in the room, uh, women doing things. And not only that, you know, the idea that it's a bigger message of trying to show that there's this new empowerment movement for people in, in, in the creative world. The world, just indie, won't mean indie the way you think. It will be enterprise. And to me, I believe there's all forms of enterprises. You don't use everything to measure the corporate model because most of us can't measure that anyway. You'll spend decades trying to establish your corporate model. This is a movement about recognizing those 
There's a breadth of talent out there in all forms from actresses, producers, and directors who need to be recognized. And I think it's our job to turn around and see if we can embrace other industries as I hope they will do the same with us and give them a voice, a vehicle, and support. And want to thank No Strings Attached. You know how the E-News, the whole platform is more about the, uh, the, the coming together and recognition. So you're going to see us trying to continue to do that. Even beyond the season of the rewards and the awards that go hand in hand, man. So it was a great, great moment. I wish we had more time, man. We had a lot more. We saw after they left. We didn't get to cover the stuff they were doing on the production, and which I was impressed by. By Jennifer, she made sure she said, "Victor, Jennifer, <laughs> not Jennifer." Well, but yes, but it's wonderful. <laughs> go, go, take a look, you guys. These are wonderful, wonderful ladies. Who are powerful and gifted, and they're 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 leading the way, doing things, getting things done. Filmmakers, producers—they're the judges for this No Strings Attached uh, International Online Music Festival. So we've been helping to promote that. It's an online music festival, very low cost for submission. Usually that breaks people five hundred thousand dollars for admission. This was like twenty-five dollars. To submit, and they have all these wonderful categories, and that's why we're supporting them this month. Go and take a look at the broadcast, Movers and Shakers, from this past Saturday, and see Jennifer Barons and uh, Deborah Hader. Let them tell you about some of the opportunities that exist. If you're doing indie film, or let me let's change this up a little bit. If you're doing shorts with your phone, <laughs> because what qualifies as a film in today's world has dramatically changed. So if you're doing that kind of stuff, there's probably a category for you. Go take a look. No Strings Attached. International Online Film Festival. And Pax Sarah's a proud supporter. Okay, tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Hot and steamy, Neo Soul Tuesday. All right, it's going to be good. we got a bunch of music ready for you tomorrow night at 8 p.m. The Quiet Storm. So loving it. All right, you guys, I told you every week I get to do a slideshow animation. This week is no different. The wonderful photos of Victor Allen and where you see Victor, usually Miko. Or you. (laughs) That's right, or (laughs) me, you're right, the one who's taking those. Take a look. This week's slideshow animation, and we'll be back here in just a minute.
Suicide's out of body heat. Yes. Hey, give it up for the folks who helped make that slideshow animation, really what it was. Got to give it up for Lynn Rosen. Came by, always jumps into that impromptu thing. We had Aaron Bell. Yep. We also had Superfan. That's what I call Jose Venegas. <laughs> yes, sir. I call him Superfan. And Jose brought some wonderful things over here, some wonderful gifts. Yep. He brought me the R2-D2 tea holder. <laughs> Is that actually... Called that's that's, that's not an R2D2, it, but that's not R that's not R two D and that's not R two D two. Oh, this is a new one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's right. It's not R two D. That's why I lose. That was a new R two D two. Shit. And he gave us some other wonderful cups. It's wonderful, Jose. Super fan. Superfan, he brings us the liquor. the morning coffee. Right. So I gotta give it up for Superfan. Jose Venegas. That's our man. That's our buddy. Yeah, all right. All day. All right, you guys. You know, we break this show up into a number of segments because of our uh, syndication to Facebook Live. So, excuse me, as part of that, you've got to refresh your page. So, you got to give me 60 seconds, and we're going to redo those. Get ready. All right, all you folks at Facebook, remember, you got to get ready to refresh your page. Because that's what we do. Refresh your page. We're getting ready. Getting the metadata. Get ready to come back for the news. All right. Refresh that page. We're stopping. Stop streaming. I give myself 60 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Get this ready. Ready for round two. For all those Facebook folks, something's going on. Hey, you know, for all of you guys who are going like, he's not a Star Wars fan. How can he confuse R two D two with BB eight? I'm a Jedi, damn it! <laughs> oh, dude, dude, I'm a Jedi. You know what makes it easy? Yeah, I'm a, and I'm. You a, know the name of the new. Wait a minute! One. No, wait a minute! I just said it. BB eight. Now, you know why it's so easy, Mario? BB. Oh, okay. oh, you should never have to forget that one, right? I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have to forget <laughs> I shouldn't. What can I say? All right, yeah. We're getting ready for segment number two. I'm just verifying all. You know, we always got to verify stuff. So I'm just verifying that Facebook connection. Y'all see all these computers around me, like five computers. All right, we've got to we verify the Facebook connection. We are there, ready for the news. 
What can I say? Everybody, are you ready for some news? Mm. Uh, I know. Yeah. It hasn't been that kind of a thing where you want to get ready for it. But I think we are ready for some news. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time you've been waiting for. Doom, doom, doom. The good news. The bad news. And the other shit. Wow, good news, bad news, other shit. You know, the funny thing about this segment is that for approximately six weeks, I've actually been unable to give the segment as planned because of changes and updates and things happening uh, within the Trump presidency. Uh, This week, updates once again, everything goes out the window because... We, we started out, too, getting ready for Hurricane Harvey, which is, came in at a uh, level four. Mm-hmm. Now it's now been decreased to a tropical storm, but the news of the weekend has been, it continues to be, what's happening in Texas. Tropical storm Harvey flooding everything in a city that's tremendously ill-prepared. Right. I mean, I mean, they have, from what I'm seeing, they had a bunch of things prepared, but it's hard to change that existing infrastructure. Low, it's a low-lying city, right, close to the water, and bad drainage. City that grew very fast, All right, outgrew its ability to really institute a lot of city planning. One of the things they said about Houston was because it grew so fast. Right. And some of that infrastructure was not as good. It needs a whole, probably another drainage system. I mean, so, they might need levees and stuff like they have in New Orleans. So let me just ask you this. So city planners know well in advance the level of what they can deal with. So is there such thing as, and I'm not hating on anyone, collateral acceptance? Is there? You just gotta start some shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Just gotta start some shit. Well, always there is. All right. Always there is. There's a military base near there. Yeah. And always there's the question, and it has been with every disaster we have had. There's the question of what is the appropriate government response? What's the appropriate government response? Because this was the issue of Katrina. Right. You know, Obama had to deal with this with the big Gulf, Gulf yep. oil spill yep. debacle, yep. which still ha- is, they're not paying for. Nope. They never have. The Exxon Valdez uh, in nope. Alaska, they didn't pay. Right. So n- none of these things, when you go look on, on Google, none of these have they ever really paid their bills. None of them. So, none of them. So are and you. So, uh, like Vic what? said, starting some shit, he says, I'm, could this have been a better preparedness? How far is New Orleans away from Houston? Relative. I don't know. Based on weather. Not far, right? No, not far. They're on the Gulf, right? Right. So they're Katrina, past history. You're going to tell me the city planners go like, you see what happened in New Orleans? Now, let me just do this, Mario. We're in L.A. We're not going to get this, right? I'm just saying this. Yeah, no, no. What if L.A., in a matter of 48 hours, 
over 40 inches of water. Oh, what they happens? have everybody and their mama out here. Remember, even the earthquake. They fixed L.A. faster right. than everybody else. I had buddies I'm that were only Florida. You. Said we still waiting on supplies. Right. For our little disaster we had, they had a you know a tornado or whatever. Not fair, is it? But L.A., places like L.A., because what they represent in terms of media, numbers of folks, political effect, you know, we get treated differently. Uh-huh. We get treated treated differently. So, so you know, maybe that's part of it, Dick. Because right now you have an ongoing situation. I said it with Katrina. When these things happen, take the time to evaluate your systems. This is the time where you really get to see how you, how your emergency preparedness systems how they uh, how they take care of you. So take stock because it could be you next time. I know in terms of the American people, it's always amazing, Dick. Yeah. Despite all our political differences, when these kind of things happen, we kind of come out for each other. I don't have the best relationship with Texas, but I sure do want to contribute to the relief. Mm-hmm. I know what you want. not my favorite state. Hey, look. <laughs> look. You know what they say at the end of the day? There's arms reaching wide. So should this be something? It's a teaching lesson. I'm, I know I got you, my back to you guys. Should this be a teaching lesson that get to know your neighbors, get to be friendly, get to know your neighbors? You know, uh, the, the, the worst thing that happens, Mar used to watch a show and that show was, oh, man, this is what happens when people are in dire straits and they come to you and you go, they will overwhelm you. We're talking about those who are less fortunate. We're not talking about the ones who's going to wreak havoc, right? That's a scary. That's stuff a scary thing that's going to happen. If you live around a bunch of thugs, yep, and gangsters, you got problems. And you have a disaster like this, you might need to get your gun out, right, and get it loaded, right. <laughs> what happened in New Orleans? You might just have to because people, people act crazy, and the worst comes out in some people, while at the same time the best comes out in others. Yep. So, you know, not enough people want to go and throw the dark light on everything. I'm, amen. Well, so, I'm only hopefully what we're seeing truth. is the best of those things. But right. definitely it's these times when you watch it going down. Yeah. You think about it. Yes, you Am do. I prepared to do what I have to do? It was the earthquake that happened here uh, in Los Angeles that had me do all my preparedness. Yeah. In terms of having a generator, ammunition, <laughs> see, see, multiple so, firearms. So, so notice, so notice. No, we, because that's when the earthquake. I left. I watched everybody. I didn't believe in guns. Yep. Having guns till that big earthquake, the last big one in L.A. Yep. I saw uh, people acting up. Yep. I went out and bought the guns, took the class, all of that, and stocked the hell up. Okay, talk about strapped. I ain't lying. Okay. Yeah, it, we, it's powerful over here. Please don't come over here and start no shit. Right, okay. right. Please don't. Okay, because we are strapped, <laughs> and that's because of the people acting crazy. I didn't want to do it. I took the class. I'm only. I'm just saying, when you have these natural disasters, that's when you realize you need a uh, shotgun. Strategic people who go, you do take advantage of tragedies. Look, doesn't Wall Street, the market, take advantage of collapsing corporations and businesses? This is all we can't wait. This is when we come in and chew them up, right? 
So it doesn't this exist in real collateral acceptance. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. And because of that, we're going to take a moment to really say something cool about the folks that are doing their best. As I said before, these kind of situations bring out the worst in people, but it also brings out the best. The best in, in a bunch of us. So we got to say how much we appreciate the valued efforts of those people who are now stepping up for the community. Right. And make our emphasis on that. Right. Okay, item number two. Since, you know, we had this over the weekend, but... It's amazing enough. Go and do this, Mario. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> amazing enough that the president found time in the middle of Hurricane Harvey at the time. I guess it was still Hurricane. That's the time the president chose to pardon controversial Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Blatant, racist, bigot, old-time throwback to everything we ever hated. Asshole, the kind you would wish you could get alone for a few minutes. <laughs> you wish you could just have his old. I don't even want to go there. He makes me so angry. Are you getting physical? I'm just saying, people like him make you think of a sex act. <laughs> you know I'm what? Squeal like a pig. You know what? Why squeal did- like... Why do you have that picture, man? Why do you got that so picture? Why you, you know what? This is a picture he produced. <laughs> I know you did. This is a picture of this asshole. This is what he produced. Hey, look. Totally offensive to people, to Mexicans. You know what? Whenever they do this, I take a moment to tell my friends of Mexican descent how much I love you and love your culture. Growing up here in L.A., being, being exposed to Mexican culture has been a constant through all my friends, through grade school, all the way till now. Like I said... I really take this time every time to express to my Mexican friends and family. <laughs> we got Mexicans in the family now. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. I want to express to you all my love for you and how much I appreciate your people and your culture, even while. Like I used to tell everybody, shit, this is California, you speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah, hey. I get mad. <laughs> recognize all colonized people. Hey, so he pardoned them. Didn't even finish the judicial process, Nick. Usually they wait till you are finally sentenced. Right. But they didn't even want to wait for that. Why should he? Why should he? Well, power. You got power, man. Now, wait a minute. What makes his tradition? It's a tradition to let people off. Yes. So are we. There's been some controversial claim. I tell you you what you should do. Let me tell you what you should do. You should take one of the shows and only go back for like four presidents. And then rank who you can go all the way back even further if you want to go back under the the first Bush, even before then, and say controversial, get out of jail free (laughs) and rank them and see if he's and see if he comes up in the top five, because there are people who are responsible for a, a lot of people, not just the state. We got people who are controversial in other ways. In other words, Wall Street, others, maybe drug dealers, maybe, yeah, hey, I'm just saying, you should rank them, man. It'll be bad. Debauchery. (laughs) Anyway, so what message does it send? Well, like we say, we talked about this. You know what's amazing, and that shows you the progress we've made in the year 2017, because when I was a kid, all the subtle messages that came out of this, only black folks would 
white folks would always deny it. Oh, this is not racism. Right. This is not bigotry. It's different in 2017. Yes, it is. The white folks now are not playing that shit. A bunch of them go, wait, I see those subtle messages. Yeah. I see what you're saying. That's not, when I was a kid, all the white folks, go, go ask your parents and your grandparents. Right. They ignored that shit. They ignored it. America was racist as hell all the time. When I was young, everybody was Donald Trump. Yeah. Okay, now that it's better, we can appreciate it because the folks out there, they, they say, they acknowledge the messages. They know he's a bigot and a racist. This is amazing, by the way, how the so-called liberal media, and I've always pointed out that the media is not liberal when you black. Okay, I'll say that again. The so-called liberal media, the media is not liberal, with, liberal when you black or brown because they don't report your side. So now that they're anti-Trump and we're aligned in that way, please don't get it twisted. They are still not on your side. Okay, they're still not on the side and don't give a shit about you. And the minute they're done with Trump, they'll go back to ignoring you. But the masses of folks out there, because America has changed, they acknowledge the bigotry and the racism that this man represents. Yes, sir. They do. So, Enough said. I hope you step to stay your ass in Arizona. Sorry, son of a bitch. Hey, Mario. I'm sorry. Hey, I, those are you having a moment? There are those people that bring out anger mm-hmm. that you literally would like to kick their ass. And he's just one. He's no. just one. I would just love to kick his old ass down the street. I don't care who he is. I want Sometimes you, to- you kick an old person down a flight of stairs. I have to. I might help you guys. I might help Mario out. He has 12 and 15 year olds watching this show. Yeah. And they said, Mommy. Try not to be violent when assholes like this want to make you be violent. Right. This is when you have to go chant. Mommy. You have to go pray. Am I supposed to go physically punish somebody who's wrong for the culture and the community? Hey, sometimes that's why ass whippers exist. That's why they exist, because people need them. Every now and then they just need an ass kicked. <laughs> just get their ass kicked really good, and then they'll understand everything. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta go there, right? I'm sorry, that's how bad they made me. And I tell people, I tell my, my colleagues at work, if I'm this mad, imagine what the brothers on the street are like. Right. They go, if I'm acting this out, right. if I'm acting this crazy, right. no one is like down Crenshaw. Hey, man. Know what's going on in my community, okay? Right. right. The I'm the cool one. But, but the here's the here's the bad part about it is, typically when people get enraged, they end up turning on their own community to ex, you know to exact their frustrations. They want to get that brother who's behind Trump, <laughs> holding the blacks for Trump side. Man, they want his on. ass. Okay, you know what? They want his ass. They want his ass. They wherever he goes, I'm sure they're looking for him. Okay, you know he's probably one of those brothers that be in the park, and trying to enlighten people with certain. Speeches. That's all I'm going to say. Get his ass run out. Okay, so the next thing, the last thing, and the big thing, one of the big things of the that really kind of gets lost in everything is that special counsel Mueller. Yeah. Okay. He had his first efforts of this kind unveiled when he subpoenaed, he issued subpoenas for a number of the Manafort associates. Right. So now the president knows how close he is. He... Remember, I told you, the president's guilty. Assume he's guilty. Don't be like the rest of the media trying to assume. He gets the most privilege more than any other black person with all this assuming that he's innocent. Let's right. assume he's guilty. Right. Okay? Because he is, So he knows what he's done. Mm-hmm. So he, he can smell the foxes and, you know, he can smell the 
all the troops getting close. Right. Everything's closing in. Yes, sir. All right, they sniffing him out. So he knows what he's done, he's done, and he knows he's guilty. And so now that they're going after Manafort, the Internet is just abounding with predictions about the president. I don't know. I'm asking you, Vic, what is your – because some folks are saying he's going to resign. I have predicted that he wouldn't resign, that he would fight to the end, yep. which was going to make it part of the reason for his trial for treason because there's going to be so much ill will by the time they finally get him out of office that they're going to go out and try him after that. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think? What's your pre- People are saying he's going to resign right. before Mueller right. does his stuff. Okay. I, I, I can't speak my actual actual truth because I believe there are things that extend beyond what we see in the framework of the media for a man who's all his life wanted attention. If he resigns, he's basically saying the type of attention I want is to now sit back after I get out of office and keep bloviating about all the things that they were wrong. (laughs) We invent words here, but okay. I'm a, I make sure I don't bloviate. Wait, wait, wait. Because I have to change underwear. <laughs> wait, that's a good one, dude. That's a good one. No, I really believe this. Do you believe if he resigns that he will shut up? Oh no! So if no, you're going to, so if you're going, bitch. That's what I said. Just that's stay why there. He's gonna get tried for just stay there. Gonna keep talking. You go keep talking. Now they're gonna have to try his ass for treason <laughs> just to shut him up. Yeah, stay there. Even if he was like Big said, even if he was resigned, he'd keep talking. He'll keep talking. And the only way you would shut him up is to try him for treason. He's going to go like this, no matter how wrong you make. Okay, I'm a, let me say this. Name the last president who was impeached and admitted that he should have been impeached. <laughs> and admitted that he was really wrong for the country. You know a president who's done that before? No. Okay, so what's the difference here? I'm, I'm literally going... I haven't seen anybody sit back and go, you know, I might as well just admit all of all of you guys are right. I'm, I'm messed up for America. And they didn't go on tours, didn't have libraries, didn't have books, didn't have anything. I said, you're expecting him to humble himself down. He's not going to oh, do it, no, you guys. No. He's going to fight all the way out. Remember, I'm the one who predicted, and I said it again, that the president would be impeached. And that two years after being removed from office, he would be tried for treason. Mm-hmm. And everybody said, people said, that's bold. That's bold. <laughs> I said, well, he's committed some crimes. Yeah. Some yeah. crimes. I think when it comes out that he's going to actually be guilty of committing about 20 or so criminal offenses. Right. And they're not going to have any choice. So anyway, I predicted... Everything jumping off within 120 days. The show was on 522. Right. That means I have until September 22nd. Okay. Well, it's what? And he just issued subpoenas, right? Yes, he did. We're still in August. Mm-hmm. I had approximately one month left. Okay. To That's- see whether or not, I said it would jump off. Right. I think we're kind of on schedule. <laughs> we're kind of well, on schedule. Well, if you're a month off, how bad would that be? That'd be. How bad would that be? Yeah. Everybody, that's been the good news, the bad news, and mostly the other shit. The other shit. Wow, 
about the good news, bad news, and other shit. Coming up next, we got the marijuana for dummies. But before I do that, I always play you some music that you can get for free. Because we are supporters of the Creative Commons movement. That means this is a movement where artists are allowing their music to be spread amongst fans for free, legally, and retaining their rights for any commercial use. Pack Stereo supports this, and we have a number a number of tracks out there specifically this way. Take a listen to one of my favorites as we get ready for the Marijuana for Dummies. Here's Laswell, drunk in a smoky bar, drinking an Imperial Porter Mix. 420 friendly, firing up right now. When you walked away, it was the saddest day that the world has known. Shattered my heart and left me with pieces of a broken home. Now you say you need me standing at the door, asking if you. out of body heat drunk in a smoky bar drinking an imperial porter mix wow Laswell yes hey we got a bunch of Facebook people I'd like to acknowledge that are in there watching today Donna Tisnor how you doing baby uh, Mac McAllister Alan Santana they're all in there we had and earlier we had uh, we would just come up we had 
folks. We had Tony Rowe. Well, thank you, Tony. Thanks to all the folks out there that continue to support us. And we have a bunch of them that do it so much. Uh, that was, wasn't that kind of a moment. I just wanted to indicate who we had sitting out there today. Okay? It's time! Marijuana for Debbie! Welcome, welcome, everybody. Mario's Marijuana for Dummies, featuring wonderful topics about the miseducation <laughs> of marijuana. Hey, one of the things that's a big topic, believe it or not, is what to do about wiping away marijuana arrests. Because you have certain groups of people that have been disproportionately impacted. Mm-hmm. In other words, you know that they've been arresting black folks and brown folks forever for marijuana offenses. And now, while they're still in jail, a bunch of other folks are starting to make money. And they still ain't got out of jail. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So people are talking about righting these wrongs. As it turns out, I don't know, we haven't received the exact numbers for the U.S., but I know that 62% of Canadians want amnesty. I know a bunch of the states here in the United States, as they uh, decriminalize it, have at least made for processes right. to try to request to have these things expunged from your records. Okay. But a big issue is if you're going to say that marijuana, which never should have been illegal, true, people of color disproportionately affected by the laws, overzealous implementation of these laws, they've been disproportionately affected. And so what about amnesty? Correspondingly, there are a bunch of people who who are upset about what I just said, that you have folks still in jail, while other folks are set to make millions of dollars, perhaps billions of dollars, while you still haven't righted the wrong. So here we have what they call the model bill for marijuana's diversity problem. The fact that when you go look at marijuana investment, you find almost no people of color. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, this gets into cities and how things are done. And for a lot of folks, it's another sore point in a history of bias. So, the model bill. This is a 27-page document which is supposed to serve as a blueprint, and I'm reading from the site, for elected officials, advocates, and entrepreneurs to implement policies in their own respective states. Okay. It details how compassionate cannabis legislation can support communities that have been disproportionately impacted by the war on drugs. And it started in the fall of 2016. The MCBA and the MC, uh, the Minority Cannabis Business Association, is what is the MCBA. Right. The MCBA, which started in the fall of 2016 was the first not-for-profit league created to increasing diversity within the cannabis industry. And they invited business owners, policymakers, experts, activists to join them in Washington, D.C. to contribute their ideas and goals to the model bill. And these are supposed to be espousing the best practices learned from California, Oregon, Massachusetts. So one of the two major questions that it addresses is regarding the involvement of minorities within the cannabis conversation. How to erase, for one, the discriminatory effects of cannabis-related prosecutions, convictions, and stigmatizations, 
and two, how to promote the participation of people of color and women in the legal cannabis hmm. industry. There's a video up here. Let's see what it has. From the Minority Cannabis Business Association. Mike McGallis has railed about this. Well, welcome everyone to the first People of Color Cannabis Summit. We're holding a summit here in Washington, D.C. with about 20 of the nation's leading policy experts on cannabis issues as they relate to people of color. I'm here at the MCBA Policy Summit today because I believe it's very important that people of color continue to establish a place for themselves in this industry. Well, I was invited by the wonderful Shalene Title to participate in this uh, policy summit because um, going forward, I want to get a more hands-on approach as to how we build our laws, but also how we are inclusive of people of color who have been greatly disenfranchised by the war on drugs. So a few of us um, were talking about how it would be great if we had a model bill that we could use that was exclusively crafted uh, to address the needs and the values of people of color. Um, a lot of us had been in the room or part of coalitions where model bills were drafted or real legislation was drafted, um, but those issues were kind of um, very small, addressed at the last minute, there was a lot of compromise. And so we thought, what if we get together, all of us, and we don't worry about what's realistic or compromising. We worry about what would really address our needs, what would be the best possible bill that we could get passed and get implemented. And then um, we can share it with other people across the country who are doing the same kind of work. It was 100% organized and funded by people of color, and we had folks from almost a dozen organizations from many different places all around the country. Um, and so I think it's the first time we've ever had this many people of color in a room together discussing what cannabis laws are in our interests. I want to see this bill uh, get out to the public, and I want to see the public you know, give us their feedback on what they think that uh, a bill for people of color would look like. This has been one of the most amazing groups of people ever. This is the real deal. This is real life, and we're working together to create some real change. Love it. Minority Cannabis Business Association. Go take a look. Google them. You know, go get some videos. This is some amazing stuff. Again, we look at it different. Without these kinds of organizations, people of color would basically be excluded. By doing these types of efforts, you guarantee at least a teeny foothold to make an effort. Yes, Minority Cannabis Business Association. All right. Let me shrink that down. So go take a look. Part of, that's part of the issue that I wanted to bring up today and let you know that there are people out there who are addressing it. That marijuana does have a diversity problem. <laughs> you got the biggest diet. Yeah, that. That's what the question brought up. Does marijuana have a diversity problem? I mean, before the industry even gets out the gate, it seems like this is already not waiting for what they call the success of the business model 
years down the road and then they do an analysis and look at the analytics and says, you know, there's a disproportionate direction away from minority communities. And they start building this whole thing up. Man. So the idea they're jumping on this right now, cause and effect. And it seems like uh, it's progressive models and individuals who are coming from a different place that's not politically induced, if you know what I'm talking about. I love it. I love the freedom of expression. Well, not from the idiots, though. Not from the idiots, though. (laughs) (laughs) More on this to come in the future. Uh, More on this to come. Hey, just another heads up. I, today, am smoking a sativa. I often said to people, the sativas, which don't have the same physical effects, uh, but uh, the cerebral effects, uh, which are pleasant, but doesn't have all the physical effects, are better in the morning. Some of you, if you have an indica in the morning, you're going to go back to bed. Okay, so you have a sativa. I'm having a wonderful sativa with a bad name. This mm. one's entitled Trainwreck. But it's a wonderful uh, sativa. I did go to the dispensary just the other day, you guys, and I want you to know that uh, an ounce of top shelf, absolutely some of the best marijuana probably in this world. <laughs> an ounce of top shelf marijuana from an inner city dispensary is about $210. Mm. For an ounce. Wow. So you can imagine if you're getting ace or whatever that you're spending a fraction of that. Yeah. The cost of marijuana is going down. Uh, I myself stocked up on sour diesel. One of those, one of those strains that everybody comes to know. Uh, good sativa. Everybody loves sour diesel. And so I did pick up some indicas too. And we'll talk a little bit about that next week. But I just want to say it's out there. Everybody. Mm. I had a question while you're doing it. They keep going. Right? Will they start having marijuana cafes? Marijuana for dummies. Marijuana cafes where you can come in and taste the flavor and choose your flavor. Will that be implemented? Do you see that coming, Robin? I sh- well do okay. Will it be? You, well, you want me to guess? Yes. Okay. I think so, Vic. That's the model in Amsterdam. Correct. And one thing about the Dutch, which you come to appreciate after you travel there. I don't know that they're really liberal as they are practical. Right. Okay, because they still have that blackface holiday and all that kind of stuff, Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So, but their practicalness said that people use these things. Are they dangerous? If not, put it in a little box where you can keep it contained. Right. In Amsterdam, you can't call yourself a coffee house unless you sell marijuana. True. You are. That's what coffee house means. That you have Abs- marijuana. Absolutely. And you go in there. They check your ID going in just to make sure you're old enough. Okay. And they did check my ID. And okay. And then once inside, you can purchase marijuana right there. Right. At a little corner in the booth, booth in the back. Right. And then sit at the bar. Is there an age limit if you're too old? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so if you come in and you're 100, it's okay? They probably just give you a warning. <laughs> that's all I want to know, man. So, yeah, I think that's the model right. that comes with Vic brought that up. That's the model. All right. I think because one thing that I think you like about it, it gets it out of the public. Yes, we don't want people walking down the street smoking weed. Right. And after that, they do have people in the parks. Yeah. Sitting out having a picnic lunch smoking. Yeah. So I don't know about that one, how y'all going to deal with some of those things like that because they do have it out in the park. Right. Things like that. So. You'll have to deal with that. Okay. Man, great with. question, Dave. Well, that was marijuana for dummies anyway. Extra question. All right, you guys. You know, we divide the show up into four segments, essentially. 
Right. And coming up next is the new new sports. So get ready. I have 60 seconds. 60 seconds. We're going to welcome you guys. I have to do my welcome to my Get it restarted. Everybody on Facebook, you're going to have to refresh your page. Tune in a little bit later than you. Yeah, they're going now. Get ready. So Facebook, get ready. Restart Facebook. Facebook. Glad to be here too. Welcome back, everybody, to the third segment, the sports segment, which is here every week, written and directed by my friend Victor Allen. Are you ready? Yeah. Whoa! Victor Allen's new new sports. Controversy and beyond. It's going to be wild today. Come on, y'all. I hope you dressed appropriately. Sports bras and jock straps. That's right. Forget that foot fungus. It's time for new sports. Have to rub that man's head and make a wish. The man that the ladies have nicknamed Sexual Chocolate. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is. Bring the sports. It's Vic. Sports. Yeah. You mean sport. That's all you're going to get today, bro. That's all you get today. All right, you know... I'm not going to do any uh, big lead up because you don't need that. You already know what was happening over the weekend. Let me just say this. Whether you are interested or not, Mario, you felt the pulse and the presence of the fight. They did a good job of throwing a lot of what they call media, social and otherwise to it. So before we even get in it, you saw already excerpts of the fight. Just in passing, right? Oh, yeah, because I must admit, I went looking to see, you know, if I could find a way to see it, bits of it, little bits of it, because there was words out that things were being hijacked and streamed. Pay-per-view issues. I couldn't get get nothing. All all of it. The hype. Okay. Here's my first question. Before we even get in, because this is going to be a timeline of photos. Before we even get to the timeline of photos, a couple of things happened. Something did go viral. You know, there is an... A thing that went viral for the most part. But in the meantime, let me just say this. Who do you think won as it relates to their community? MMA, UFC, or boxing? Who wins on this moving forward? My my guess, my guess is the money is still with boxing with the big extravaganza. The personalities, though, are that are being developed are in MMA because of the move towards that. They just don't have the cachet and cash for the big buildup. Is Floyd the only savior for boxing being retired? Which means, can you point? Which means, I even had a query with somebody. I said, name the best heavyweight champion right now. 
Nobody. Nobody. Nope. Crickets. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can give you a hint. He probably is somewhere over there in England. That's about can't us, all I'm giving. Can't can't do it, right? So, no. so moving forward now, where will you pay more attention to? Floyd is retired. Do you follow McGregor? But even if he fights, as he will in MMA, versus the next fight coming up in boxing, the big match, which may be Triple G, and I bet you any money, Mario, you're gonna say you're gonna make a joke about Triple G because you're gonna say laugh at his name. But Triple G is the real deal. So here's my point. If you had to lean towards your focus of who you want to see, is the next fight with McGregor more of an interest? Oh, yeah. I think that the, the that community gains legitimacy because the fight went 10 rounds. Absolutely. And the fact that it went 10 now people said part of the uh, strategy that Mayweather had was to tire him out, then come in. But it still took 10 rounds. <laughs> Uh, did ten you, rounds is ten rounds. That adds legitimacy right. to him as a contestant. As I, a, so that adds legitimacy to McGregor, right? For hanging in there for ten rounds. I give I give you more credit than that. I'll sit there and say this: wonder if the practice of you, you're a medical practitioner, and you've done twenty fours and forty eights, haven't you? <laughs> twenty eight, twenty four hour stints, forty eight, and somebody says, you know what, Mark. 44? Okay, I get uh, Well, with lunches and breaks. And the, I, stayed, I stayed up myself. <laughs> you right. At home over 48. 40, 48. Somebody sits back and offers you to get in with the best medical practitioners, but his practice is that he regularly goes 72 <laughs> and, and beyond. And you have to go hour for hour with him. Enough money in it to make you want to try and work in that area where his strength or her strength is? Would you do it and say, I'm up for the challenge? Well, it depends on how much money. Yeah. Man, man, you know what? But Cheer you know, for him. <laughs> Cheer for that man. Look at the purse on this. From what I read, you know, McGregor gets $100 million and and Floyd gets uh, $200 million. That's not even the other folks. That's no. not the promoters. The no, pro- no. So that's, look what kind of change they're throwing around. $100 million So you do it. To McGregor. I think I'd fight him now. <laughs> that's why my point. Wait. Not I'd run change. around the ring. <laughs> like he'd be chasing me. I'd right. be hiding Wait. and ducking. Wait a minute. I saw. I let, can't run. I let, can't run. I'm hurt. Let me say this. The best thing to do is go look at the fight at a certain point. Because. People who follow boxing are used to conditions of boxers being able to do certain things. One thing I find out that there's this usual quickness about boxers and many divisions, maybe not in the heavyweight as much, where you see the punches thrown. I just picked, you know, one or two examples that were shown as commercial bits from the fight. And the speed of McGregor pawing, I was going, okay, okay, let me just try to figure this out. Let me just not stop and judge him. You know, harshly, because the first two or three rounds, they say, hey, look, he was he Floyd had to get a feeling out. I got to feel your power. I got to feel you out the whole thing. So let's subtract three rounds. He goes seven. Isn't that more than what he ever oh, goes? Yeah. So the man I actually was went People beyond. were saying that he was going to get knocked out at right, what? Right. One first round? Yeah, yeah they didn't think. They, two rounds? The boxing aficionados really thought this was going to be a wipeout. The the medical says, oh, my God, you can't do this. It's not a sanctioned boxer. Everything that they hyped up worked. It worked. The hype worked. So let's just say McGregor did deliver. I believe the whole idea that if somebody were to counter that, all the medical professionals, 
all the aficionados said, oh, no, McGregor will be able to last these rounds. You guys don't have to worry. If they went that direction, it would not cause the controversy and the talk. So when he makes it seven or ten rounds, you're going, oh, man, he over-delivered. I said he's MMA UFC. Come on, man. The only thing he has to worry about is can he last as far as the conditioning of how many rounds. Not as much can he get in there and fight because he has enough to sit back and say, don't let me hit you. Flush. So, win-win. So, here's my point, Mario. This is my whole thing. Did you come away with it saying, I can't wait for the next boxing, MMA, combine fight? Or is this one and done and we won't see any more? No, I came away wishing I could see this damn fight. (laughs) I'm still waiting for it to be. When they going to replay it? You know I'm just saying shit. I'm trying to see this. They finally showed a few clips right. online. I mean, on the air on the show. Right. It's amazing the lack of clips that they show on the news. Absolutely. So there's nothing. I, I've been trying to see hey, look, pieces of it. Hey, I saw the end part. But you know what? With that, I, I'm waiting. I'm you waiting to see it. Vic. The smart. There's some smart people. I know friends who actually got the fight sent to them by the rounds on cell phone. I, and, and it looked great quality. I said, notice the ingenuity here of people who are going, I'm going to show you the fight. Somebody probably was showing it on their phone from the place. Right. And so my whole point is you could go see the fight. What you were too busy doing is being supportive in another endeavor that took you away from boxing. And aren't you proud that you didn't focus on anything else? Kept you off of NFL. <laughs> right, that's right. See, so we had to deal with the preseason of NFL football versus this. I actually want to give props and thanks to also uh, Jennifer Barron's Deborah Hader, those who came by on Saturday. We all knew we're doing a live show. It starts at 8 p.m. You know where most everybody's focused at. They're focused on the fight. So any respect that we got that night from people tuning in, for the Indie Film Festival and, and Awards, much love. And we thank you for that. But the whole time we was ticking with that clock, going round by round, and I was monitoring it while we were doing the show. First two or three rounds, I said, oh man, Connor's in there. I said, but that's Floyd giving him that feeling out because he got more wind, more stamina. So it's going to push towards the obvious. At the end of the day, Mario, Let me say this. Let me say this. Is boxing just barely surviving? But well, it's I I've been, I've stated this a number of times in the past. You have a sport where the goal is to give the other guy a concussion. Right. You can't have that. Right. We don't we don't allow gladiators today. You're okay. not allowed to die in the ring. All right. And so now you have a sport that they know causes brain damage. They they recently in the NFL they right. were doing some studies and they found you know, like a hundred and some people they found over a hundred had signs of physical effects. It looks right. like you cannot take the punishment. No, you can't. Period. We thought right. you could. We no. our whole generation we thought you could take no. it and you'd be okay. But no, they're showing just getting some of it. Right, is already going to have a lasting effect on you. For the future. So I know, I think boxing, I think the days are numbered. You can't allow it to continue. I, NFL will change drastically. Well, I heard somebody quote, and I can't tell you if there was an official or on the side of the players' union or anything like that, said, I don't care if football disappears in 20 years. 
And it was because of that reason you're bringing up. So I'm, I'm not going to go away from it because I know it's the football talk. But what I'm saying is, how is boxing able to survive when it's direct punishment with no pass? Money. More so and have not the same issue Money with the and football. people. And that they're not dealing with the legalese of it. No, because they've it, it's always a, been gangsters in boxing. <laughs> crooks, gangsters, mob, <laughs> dirty money. Hey, man. Gangsters. Boxing is still today full of shysters and hustlers and right. gangsters right. and mob, and that's why they get away from stupid stuff. Okay, all right. Payoffs. Okay. Is it any doubt that most of it come out in Nevada? Look, I'm only I'm only saying it's not new to us. What we want is who are the next cats stepping up? Because you do the comparison right now. Can you remember the last heavyweight champion that's recognizing your eyes from say just from the good old USA that you said, oh, man, I went to watch him. How long has it been? A heavyweight. How long has it been? Years. Yeah. So there's a void, this. right? I can't remember the last heavyweight fight that I found interesting. Right. So right now, right now, everybody's going to be going towards McGregor. They're going to be looking, what is he going to do in this next match? And let me say the thing that's going to happen here. Should McGregor fight the number one ranked MMA, MMA fighter at his weight class coming right out of the bat? Should he do that, or is that stay away from that? Because if you get if you get like wasted, it's gone. He already got his money, but does he want his he reputation? He already got his money, but do you want that reputation? Because he does sit back and and, and give you that breath of fresh air. Of course, in many ways that you don't want to hear certain things that come out of his mouth, but that's all part of the controversy. So here's my question: Should he? Should he fight his next fight somewhere? No, nowhere, no one worse than ranked number three in his weight class division in MMA. Should he do that? Or is he going to avoid that and say, no, I need to sustain myself for a little bit you longer? You don't think about that $100 million for a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he might have to go fight some other boxer. Okay. All right. But, Vic, I got a little controversy coming through on Facebook. What is that? As relates to this picture and this poster. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. She what? was saying, does he have a boner or something? <laughs> wait, wait. You put McGregor up here for a boner. No, no, wait a minute. What's with that, bitch? Wait a minute. I, I don't even want to look anymore because you put this picture there with McGregor having like his penis sticking out. And I'm, it's, it's hardly distressing me, bitch. It's distressing me, bitch. Because I'm just trying to say, what was the point of this one? Wait a minute. Bart, let's do this then. All dick <laughs> no. Ladies, wait, wait a minute. In. Wait a minute. Feel free to weigh in. Wait a minute. They're chiming in on Facebook. <laughs> wait a minute. They're saying, is that a bonus shot? <laughs> wait a minute. If you guys got to ask the question, if you have to ask the question, that means you don't trust your odds. And I don't like looking at Wait a minute. So let, let me do this. Let's create a timeline story of these pictures and come back to it, all right? Let's go to the first one right up the top and just, just take our timeline with it and just see if these pictures have the impact that Mario's addressing. The first picture is, how long do I scream at you, Floyd? And, and Floyd says, I won't. so long you get the boner. <laughs> right. I think you want the bone, bone Floyd. Right. Wait, 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 wait. That's cold. Okay. That's cold. All right. Floyd. Okay. I mean... If you look at it, Mario, I'm, see, I'm only telling you. not showing any penis in this <laughs> No, shot. no, no, no. What I'm saying is, Floyd, slow down. Let me get a few in. That's the early rounds. That Nice picture, man, because we're rating these pictures. You just didn't know that. Go, let's go to the next one. Next one is, Connor blinks and face gets rocked. That's Whoa. how fast he was getting. I mean, I know he didn't see the punches coming. So that's a good photo. I mean, I, I like it. Let's go to the next photo. Wow. 
that's a good one. Okay. I owe Floyd the love for getting me paid. Is that the kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, we get the boner. <laughs> no, man, no, man. Come on, man. Oh. Don't go there, man. Feel a little something poking. <laughs> Wait. Look at the face of Connor. Doesn't look like anything you've seen before. Pre-hype. That's what I'm saying. You just, he Different looks face. like he's looking for what? Can Satisfaction. We, can you end the fight, please? No, hey, he's, no. he's enjoying the moment. Okay. He's in the moment. That's right. Here's the next one. Conor McGregor lives up to the hype. Conor McGregor is thankful. Oh, now the ref trying to bone Conor. <laughs> what, what kind of stuff you pulling, Dick? <laughs> what message are you trying no, to say? I'm just trying to tell you. Is that, that the ref trying to these bone photos have These photos have generated a buzz. That's all I'm telling you. And you're going to rate which the top three are generating a buzz. Well, I'll give it to the ref. Okay, the last He's one. that old. He still wants to do something. All right, the last one. Floyd extends thanks to Conor. Connor reminds Floyd the check is on its way. Notice the kumbaya, yeah, right? Yeah, made that money. All right. Very loving, right? Right. Okay. You may think that a couple of these pictures went viral. Go back to the top. Pick the one you want. Because they got a lot of photos, man. Which photo do you think went viral? The boner one. <laughs> Gregor with the boner. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm being kind. Let me tell you why. You know, when we did the show uh, Saturday, Mauricio, uh, Jennifer Barron's uh, husband, he brought the subject up. He said, you know what's going viral, man? It's crazy viral. Pre-fight, Conor McGregor. I'm just giving you guys the side view because I'm very, I'm very sensitive about the minds of the young, young people. And I don't want them to have to go through. So search on your own for those who haven't seen it. Yes, it was an obvious thing that I'm trying to figure out why did he wear the type of underwear that he's wearing. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, Mar, you could go search on your he own. He present with his butt cheeks. I, I'm not searching just to find that to give you guys the glory. Do it on your own. That's all I'm saying. Now, Mario, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you picking that picture? That's the one. best picture. That's the best one. This is a good one, too. He, he gets a hit in, though. He gets a hit in. This one is wonderful. He gets rocked. Jaw going to the other side. But my favorite is this one. <laughs> oh, that's man love. That's my favorite. Man love. That's my favorite, man. I'm sorry. It's that look. It's the, Connor's face. Is the, This is the only time I've seen him look you normal. You got a friend. <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong, You're man. You're down in trouble. Okay, now, Mar, Mar, you picked the number one as being the first pick? Yes. You're correct. It is. The, the viral on his pre-fight. Everybody will see a boner. Man, it was crazy. I didn't, TV. you know, I didn't want to make that the main subject, man, but that was it. Dude. Oh, okay. And I'm only showing you the for, side view. For, in, for, for some you didn't mean yeah, to do, you yeah. shouldn't have affected. <laughs> but you know what? But this is, I don't know about we, that. Let's call this We Are the World. Can we all just get along? That whole thing. I'm done with sports, man. This is the only topic I was covering, dude. This was it. Nothing else. Victor Allen's new new sports, hot, heavy, featured man love and boners unboxers. Boners unboxers. <laughs> That's right. Judo sports, Victor Allen. Tune in. It's better than this. Ladies, I tell you, it's up for your ass. <laughs> Tune in. Judo sports. Yay. Victor oh, Allen, Victor directed. Oh, man. Rub his head, make a wish. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
All right. Okay, you know we got to reset. Get ready to come back. That's right. We get 60 seconds to reset all the folks on Facebook because you know you got to separate it, so you got to refresh that page in order to enjoy the final segment, part four, Hot Picks. All right, you got to put it in right now, the information. Fast. There you go, Facebook. All right, you guys, welcome to part four. Part four of the hot picks, the final segment of the morning coffee. We told you to dress appropriately, damn it. Kind clothing, something washable. It's time for hot picks. Get ready! ready for it now man all right hey you guys uh as hot picks evolves is not slowly changing but i would say transforming 
And what we're doing, as what I thought was the best thing to do, is try to bring an enlightenment to those who we are featuring. You know, the hot picks has basically always been about recognizing beautiful people, but this is transformed into an area of recognition, and I stumbled upon doing a lot more fact-checking about individuals. So this, whether you rate or you have a comment, you can say whatever you like. This is an evaluation, recognition, and celebration of what I call people of achievement, and specifically what we call powerful women of Hollywood. The specific group is women and specifically African-Americans. And there will be multiple segments on different genres as well as different cultures who have stimulated that wonderful frontier we call Hollywood. What I want to do is just kind of give you uh, a little reference to people who we call the movers and shakers, Mario. And I know for you, you definitely appreciate when you find out that the grind is real because you did that with Jennifer Barron's. You found out more about her and your appreciation went through the roof. Our first young lady stepping up, man. I just want to let you know that uh, when you get a little background, and for all of us who's not in Hollywood per se, we're going to understand that Darnell Martin, director, writer, and an actress. I like that transition, Mario. You made it nice and slow, man. Oh, you changing up the game. Oh, man. You know, you could have kept it there, man. I like that little slow, man. You could. I'm messing with him. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, let me tell you a little bit about her so you can understand what she's done as far as her background. Darnell Martin basically started way back in the 90s. And I want to say way back for those of you who relatively look at shows, that's way back. Her credits are Oz, Soul Food, Grey's Anatomy, South Beach, Cadillac Records. Life on Mars, Law and Order, The Vampire Diaries, The Walking Dead, The Night Shift, Grimm, Sleepy Hollow, APB, and Bing Mary Jane. <laughs> Mario, you know something. I'm just saying, I'm not totally confused. <laughs> no, wait a minute. You, you know what? I'm not going to even explain this to you. You should know better to go. I can't tell with some folks. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I tell them, I tell them they get mad. What are you trying to say? I'm just saying, sometimes they black or, you know, because black is a sociological definition. Oh, here right? we go. Here we it's go. Look, a, look, look at what he's focused <laughs> Let me do this. I'm just saying, she's supposed to be black. Let's just say this. You, am I supposed to identify that specifically and give you that so you could, so. What's her name? I'll go you know look. What? Wait a minute. She has some shows sounding black. Soul food. <laughs> I believe, she could be that President Redbone. Hey, let me do this real quick. So while Mario ponders some of the questions that he needs to have answered. He, ask it on Facebook. And I, yeah, gave, I, don't know I gave them the name. So let me go in and do this. Martin's 1994 debut film, I Like It, Like That, made her the first African-American woman to direct a studio feature. Wow. Okay. Now, so I have to answer the question. You know why? Because we got people who are critics. No, that's, <laughs> that's Mario that's question. America. See, they even said first African American. So you need to apologize. Man. I apologize, <laughs> sister. Okay. Sojourner, Ebony, Sapphire. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love you. All right, you I'm got it. All right, so I want to. This is look. What I'm trying to do is bring right, awareness. Folks confused out there too. You know what? See, 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 when we're on the miseducation of marijuana, we're on politics, his focus zooms in. I don't be like confused this. My shit yeah. straight But forward. see, when I need to turn around and recognize so these women don't think they're pieces of meat. 
you offer us confusion over. <laughs> no, don't even try it. Don't even try it, man. I don't want you to go Where there. We have the transgender edition of Hot Pigs. All right. We're going to go. <laughs> you know what? Well, I do have a history where I covered a lot of different areas. You guys have to go back to 2009, 2010, and 11. All right. I'm going to take you to the next, what I call mover and shaker, power broker. Name is Shonda Rhimes. She is a producer, writer, and director. Shonda Rhimes' credits are Grey's Anatomy, Private Practice, Open Hearted, Scandal, The Secret Is Out, and Just Scandal. Mario, were you aware of some of her accomplishments? I were, I was aware, but just of some of them, not quite the extent right. to which she is so accomplished. Right. So, Got to give that up. And these are partial lists. I'm just letting you guys know these are partial lists. So this is this is my way of going. Like you know what, the amount of work they do. If we had a, a, a longer segment, I can cover more in depth the education, the journey, and everything. I will start providing that as linkable information, even post show. But right now, I'm just doing what they call Great simple makeup and hair. And simple highlights. Oh yeah, she's beautiful, she man. She is beautiful. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's look at it. You know, celebrate it. Celebrate the accomplishments. Let's go to the next young lady because we're going to just sit back and see is there a surprise here that you didn't know about somebody? Next up is Mara Brock Akil, screenwriter and producer. Unbelievable, talented, more than just eye candy. Mara Brock lead TV show credits The Jamie Foxx Show, Moesha, Girlfriends, The Game, Cougar Town, Being Mary Jane, and 2018. Upcoming DC Comics Black Night Black Lightning book series. Bam! All right. You know what? Here we try to be fair. See what you know what? You You know what you sound like? You know what you sound like? I got one for you. When you ask the question, what is your favor? What do you hope for? Always like them have a little chocolate. Okay, there you go. See, it's all good. It just rounds it all out. It rounds it all out, right? Good mix. Very accomplished, right? Yeah, I was just teasing Mara. I knew you was Latina. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, see, I knew you was going to go there. I knew you was going there. All right. Fine, sister. She like she got a sense of humor. Yeah, no, no, she got it. Look, my whole point is this: I'm recognizing. There are so many accomplishments on so many different sides of the aisles that I can't wait to do this whole ongoing series. You're going to see even more. But now that I can go on to the next, let's go to the next. Because, of course, this young lady has already branded herself with one of the current shows that everybody's very aware of. And when you say her name, she actually has a doll. That's her fame. Ava DuVernay, producer and writer. So as you see here, Mario, I don't have to have you question, is she black, right? You can just... I think I'm wondering about the doll, though. Okay. So Ava credits, easily, first thing comes out of your mouth is Queen Sugar. Also, 13th, Selma, 9 for 9, the Occupy Wall Street collaborative film, I Will Follow, For Justice and Hello Beautiful, Interludes with John Legend. I bet you didn't know all of that, Mario. I didn't know. Okay. I love her hair, and I love those lips. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And you love her accomplishments, don't you? I love that, too. Okay, good. You have any... I love the accomplishments. I don't know what order I got to put all that. You have any questions about her ethnicity? Is she Latina? You <laughs> see, this is what I'm saying. All right. Okay. All right. Going through this quickly, like I said, I like to do more segments, more people, and then try to push them in. So we're going to keep going on this one. You ready, Mario? Going to the next. 
You know, whenever you have your name and it's in three categories, in other words, three names, Deborah Martin Chase, simple, nice, unbelievable, intelligent. Oh, my God. She's a producer. Let me drop off some of the credits so you'll know. Deborah Martin's Chase credits are The Preacher's Wife, The Wonderful World of Disney, Cinderella, The Cheetah Girls, Sparkle, Love Struck, The Musical, Aaliyah, The Princess of R&B, Zoe Ever After, and uh, Leah to the Rescue. Damn. Okay, you remember all those, man? No, can I get a date? <laughs> okay. Because you can afford it, huh? All right. So, so wait a minute. Come so, on, no, no, All right. These are, the, the, for us in, outside of the industry, they go unnoticed a lot of times because all we're looking for is the end of the product. But when you start working your way backwards to the backstory, which I love in doing this journey, go to the backstory and see how much and the weight of what they've done. I'm applauding constantly, Mario, constantly. So, so far, she's very impressive. Now, I know Mario's over there talking, trying to do some searching. I'm going to just leave him alone because I know he's searching. Well, we, just, well, we just got to let the Facebook folks know. Oh, so you, so you, so wait a minute. Are you, you bringing them back, man? Uh, well, I'm trying. So far, so no good. Well, here's my here's my lesson for all of you guys. For the Facebook people, just have that little smart device up and just do your packstereo.mobi. Use the alternative while the Facebook app stream comes back online. Don't ever just go one, one deep. Have your backup, your B plan. Once you're ready, Mario, I'll take you to the next. Because Mario's basically trying to make, make you guys stay connected. But you should be sending Mario this message. Don't worry about it, dog. I got my backup over here. I'm cool. You don't do that. Wait a minute. I got one even better, Mario. Don't most households have multiple TVs? They do. So you should have multiple phones and smart devices, right? They should. He spoke. Y'all should listen. You tell me when you're ready. We're going to the next. We're ready. You're ready? Going to the the last of this short list. Going to take you over to... Emma Asante, actress, writer, director. You want to know her credits, man? Oh, I like when you changed up on me, man. Her credits. Oh, look at this. Oh, wow. Look at that. Oh, man, I like that couch, man. Wait a minute. Hold on, man. I forgot that I put this picture up. Okay, let me go on to the credits. Emma Asante credits are Grange Hill, Bell, United Kingdom, Freddie and Max, Birds of a Feather, and Upcoming Where Hands Touch. Mario, she's bad. You, and I like get, the shoes. She got the spikes. Take you a look at her. Prominent C cup. Right. That the hair looks good. And can be misjudged because she's very attractive. And you're you're not going to focus on that. You're going to focus. All of them can be misjudged, but they're very attractive. <laughs> and I'm one of the misjudges. All right, all right, Mario. For you, for the exercise for all of you guys, it's up to you. Pick the one. We're going to go to the top. Let's go ahead, my children. <laughs> okay. If you want to focus on children, you can. Ava, no. <laughs> Let's focus on who impressed you with their credits from what you know. And I can well, tell they, you. Well, they all were impressive with the credits. Yes. All of them. So who, Starting who right here with Darnell Martin. We're fine. Yeah. I just would have had, she would have had it tomorrow. I'm black. I said, okay, girl. Thanks. <laughs> I was going to do you differently. <laughs> you know what? There we go. See? I'm just kidding. All right. All right. Shonda Rhimes. Yeah. Well, you know, accomplished. I love the hair. Everybody else's hair looks wonderful. And the brows, she's good. She's gorgeous and accomplished. Right. 
Mara, Brock, Akil, wow. Yep. Doing it. Wonderful show. Credits. Long time doing it. And of course, Ava. She's Howard, too. She's Howard University. Okay. All right. So that's another reason you take me to dinner, Ava. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Take me to dinner. Oh, Lord. I want to ride that limo. (laughs) You know what? That'll get out. Here you go. (laughs) Deborah Martin Chase. Deborah, you too can afford to take me to dinner. (laughs) Can't afford it. Send the car. Bad. And of course, I'm a mm. Sante girl. You know you want to send the car for me. <laughs> You're wrong. You know man. you want to because you want to show me you can do it. Okay. You're bad. All right. Now it's hard, Mario, because they're all all above ten. Thinking about the children. Who stood out more for you, man? Well, and again, in a, in a, in a group of lovelies. I mean, I'm telling you. I can tell you, mine. Ava's got to be mine. Okay. You know, well, yeah. For, all, for a lot of reasons. Well, yeah. Okay. And she's for a lot of reasons. Hot, hot man. Hot you know, twin sugar right now. Deborah Chase Martin, you were just a sweetie pie. I, hey, look. Sweetie pie, sweetie pie. You know, I'm a, I'm a. I don't know. It's honorable mention, but I think I gotta go with number three. Even though Mara was close too. Right. I think I have to go with Darnell. Okay. Shonda, you were something else, but I think I had to go with Darnell. I, D- Darnell, because the uh, the her length of her list and her resume death, it shocked it shocked me because I knew some, but I didn't know how Nothing much. To do with skin color. Okay, don't pay attention to him. And it was a close tie between Deborah Martin Chase and Darnell, both kind of. You know, Stunningly, and you got to give really honorable mention because Shonda's bad. Oh no, absolutely. Shonda is All so of, bad. I don't want to calling me. I'm talking shit. No, no. This is about Shonda, when you. you this bad. is about when you actually go look at when they have those favorite shows and you say this is who it's produced by and written by, directed. Then you go and look at the totality of what they do. Then you go, my God, they did way more than I thought. Those two young ladies, Darnell and Deborah, I kind of blew me away. So I want to say congratulations to him. Like I said, it's transformative what we're doing, recognizing the backstory of not only women and hot picks, but what that means and how much work they've contributed to this industry. We out. I'm done, man. Hot picks. Hot picks. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. It's been a wonderful Monday. You know how we do it. We love Monday. And like we like to say as we go out, Ain't nobody got our DNA. Thank y'all. Thank you, Facebook folks. Tuning in. Be part of the team. The team. Yes. First off, I'm not your regular dude. I must move like a young MC. Yeah, soda, that would be me. Got me thinking about putting down the mic one day. Then I get some more love. Thanks for the love you gotta play. Hey, what can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish me. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip-hop wasn't designed to expose the black youth. But somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball, yeah. I mean, that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to write the wrong to my past world. So let me walk this off my list like my name's Earl. Articulate my thoughts clearly like Professor Laz. Do you remember Rap City with Dijon and Laz? I'm looking at the front door, bless the main source. You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it Why you brag about it, I be on the solo Making my money's grow essential 
raps, but really I write songs. I like to do it like this once in a while to show some versatility and make you all smile. It's been a long time coming, I know I feel it too. The more I take a break, it's like the more I break through. With my time and space, boy, funk, I'm on point. You bless this microphone every time I annoy the pen and pad. I face the bad head on skate inside the music. See my diaries, a song and song. Till I write my next verse, then I go again into the studio. I feel like I gotta flow again. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. Sign my line of funds, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi or Cola. I told you, I'm funky like granola. Bars. Can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? As I pass on your golden stash, I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. I was spitting when you was a kid, you do all that. Did you know I still got it? Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow essential. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you do all that. Did you know I still got it? Why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow essential. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. So there you go. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.